0: Welcome to fine is a four letter word, the podcast that empowers you to say fuck being fine. Tired of being stuck in a place where you say everything's fine, when it's really not fine at all. You're not alone. I'm your host, Lori Seitz. I've been there too. And so have my guests. Here's a secret. All it takes is a conscious decision to change and then restructure beliefs. So your actions take you in the right direction. That's where fine is a four-letter word comes in. Each week, you'll hear inspiring stories from people who have transformed their lives and businesses, and practical tips and takeaways to move you from spinning in place to forward action so you can create a life of joy. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Welcome to fine is a four letter word. This is the Thanksgiving 2023 episode. So it only makes sense to talk about gratitude. But let's dig into it from a different perspective. Before we do that, let me give you a bit of an update on what's happening in my world. If you follow me on social or or are on the email newsletter list, you may have heard some of this. So I gave up my apartment in Northern Virginia at the beginning of October and have been living the nomad life since then. I've been house and mostly cat, but one dog sitting. This adventure has taken me to Culpeper, Virginia, Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, Louisville and Lexington, Kentucky. This week I'm in Augusta, Georgia because it's close to where my cousin lives so I can spend the holiday with her family. In between, I was at a conference in Chicago, staying with a friend in Cincinnati, and visiting my dad in South Florida. Most of December and into early January, I'll be in Bluffton, South Carolina on two different house and kitty sits, in large part because one of my best friends from high school lives there, so I'll be able to spend Christmas with her and her fam. I love exploring the new areas and finding all the good places to eat and where to get the best ice cream or cupcakes. I like to work in the coffee shops, especially the independently owned ones. They're usually fun and cozy and they have a cool vibe. You may know though that I don't drink coffee. One of the remarkable things about Kentucky was that every coffee shop had loose leaf tea. As a tea snob, thanks to my friend Beth, who runs a tea company called Teas Etc. This made me so happy to be able to enjoy a good cup of tea. And I was especially thrilled to find a delicious blend called Abundance at 3rd Street Stuff and Coffee in Lexington. What I've learned? People are incredibly curious about this lifestyle. Anytime I mention it to someone, they're intrigued. And often a bit envious, but most seem to have a reason why they can't or wouldn't do it themselves. I think that mostly comes down to fear, though. The cats I've stayed with have super sharp claws. I used to clip my cat's claws so they wouldn't give me puncture wounds or inadvertently scratch me to ribbons. And also, they didn't get stuck when claws would get caught on something. But apparently, clipping their claws is unusual. Hmm, Who knew? Another thing I've learned, what others are willing to tolerate in terms of cleanliness and the condition of their homes is very different from what I would deem acceptable. And it's helped me to become more accepting. Or maybe tolerant is the right word. I'm going to talk a little bit more about acceptance in a bit. This has been a fun journey so far. I've accumulated a whole bunch of experiences and stories, which is what I set out for, and I've had the opportunity to meet up with several people I've previously only known through a Zoom screen. At the same time, honestly, it can be a little bit lonely. I'm getting to enjoy all these sights and flavors, and I'm mostly doing it alone. That's not a complaint, okay? It's not a complaint. It's a simple statement and an invitation. If you'd like to join me at any of these stops, come on along. Now, let's get into talking about gratitude and some of the basics, because even the pros know it's always beneficial to revisit the foundational stuff regularly. All right. First, a seemingly random question. Are you interested in getting high Because that's one of the neurological effects gratitude has on us. No sketchy dealer required. When you commit random acts of kindness and think about things that bring you joy and fill you with gratitude, your brain releases dopamine. Dopamine is one of the feel-good chemicals that gives you a natural high. The more you feel good, the more you want to feel good. So you become inclined to do the thing that gave you that high over and over, just like with any drug or addiction. Only this one is healthy and beneficial for you. Feeling gratitude wires your brain to want to feel more gratitude. You're strengthening the neural pathways and it becomes a vortex of joy. This neurological effect then leads to reduced physical pain. Yeah, a 2023 study, I'm sorry, a 2003 study called Counting Blessings versus Burdens showed that when participants kept a gratitude journal, 16% felt pain symptoms lessen. Other studies have shown gratitude activates the hypo, hypothalamus. That's the part of the brain that regulates many of the fundamental programs of the body, including sleep. The more grateful you are, the deeper and healthier you sleep. When your brain is filled with gratitude and kindness, the more likely you'll wake up feeling refreshed and energetic every morning. So if sleep is a problem or an issue for you, gratitude is the answer. Feeling gratitude reduces cortisol, which is that stress hormone you hear about a lot. When you're stressed, your body courses with cortisol. Too much cortisol for too long, which is what happens in chronic stress situations, causes heart and circulation problems, increases in blood sugar, weight gain, headaches, and inflammation in the body. The more gratitude, the better cardiac and overall functioning of your body, and the more resilient you become to emotional setbacks and negative experiences. Many studies have established the fact that people who practice gratitude are better able to handle stress. By merely acknowledging and appreciating the little things in life, you can rewire your brain to deal with the present circumstances with more awareness and broader perspective. We have talked about this in past shows about rewiring your brain and how important that is to change your outcomes, to change what's happening in your life. And the fact that you're not going to change the present circumstances, I said it helps you deal with the present circumstances. Because the only thing we can change is ourselves. So how you, how you manage the outside circumstances changes. Now, obviously, if you have less stress and inflammation in your body, your immune system will be stronger and function better. So you'll be less likely to catch every cold, flu, or virus that comes along. And your body will be more prepared to fight off any other random dis-ease that may come along as well. Those are some of the physical effects of gratitude. By reducing the stress hormones and managing the autonomic nervous system functions, gratitude has also been proven to significantly reduce symptoms of depression and anxiety which seems to be epidemic in our society or in our whole world right now. And why is this? Because feelings of gratitude cause an increase in the neural modulation of the prefrontal cortex. That sounds complicated, right? Okay, just know that that's the part of the brain responsible for managing negative emotions like guilt and shame and violence. So grateful people are more empathetic and positive-minded gratitude literally changes the neural structure of the brain. And I am using the term literally in its proper sense. It literally changes the structure of the brain, which means that gratitude can actually change the way you see the world and yourself in it. By consciously practicing gratitude every day, you will ultimately create a permanent, grateful, and positive nature within yourself. Facebook Memories recently showed me a post from 10 years ago of this quote. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense out of the past, brings peace for today, And creates a vision for tomorrow. That's from Melody Beatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how to experience gratitude and express gratitude, right? Still, sometimes you need a little push or a reminder of how powerful and vital gratitude exercises are. Dr. Amit Kumar did some research on gratitude exercises in 2018. Study participants were instructed to write notes to people who meant a lot in their lives like teachers spouses or friends. These notes couldn't just be hey thanks. They had to express themselves in more detail and depth. The surprising part of this exercise was that most people finished their lengthy uh, finished writing their lengthy gratitude notes in less than 5 minutes. The not surprising part is that they then reported major feelings of contentment afterwards. There's a similar exercise in both the new Staying Calm in Chaos program as well as the Fuck Being Fine group program. The testimonials I've heard from people who've followed through on completing the letter writing are incredible. The effect it has on both you as the writer and on the recipient is powerful. Speaking of the Staying Calm in Chaos program, I've got a crazy good Black Friday special running for that in the next few days. Pop over to bf, BF com to get it. My word for 2023 has been celebrate because I could do a better job of that, of celebrating my wins. I'm guessing you could too. Here are five simple tips you can use to stop doubting and start celebrating yourself. You ready? Okay, number one, express gratitude for yourself. Go to a mirror, look yourself in the eyes, and speak out loud five good things about yourself. You can say something about past achievements or current efforts, your talents, your features. Compliment yourself with words like beautiful. Proud, kind, loving, wise, and notice how you feel. Yeah, it's going to be difficult for a lot of people. Repeat this as often as necessary until you stop feeling uncomfortable about it. I want to hear how this exercise works out for you after you do it for the first time and then after you do it for a week or a month. All right, keep me posted on this. Go do that. Number two gratitude journal. All right, you might have heard about this before. I'm not traditionally a fan of gratitude journals because they can become meaningless when you start writing the same thing over and over and over every day and it turns into a chore that you just need to get get through. However, if you do it as a review of your day, like I'm grateful these X, Y, and Z things that happened today. It consciously helps you focus on and cement those good memories from the day before you drift into sleep, which then sets the stage for a good night's sleep and waking up better prepared for the next day. Number three, gratitude visits. This is similar to the letter writing, but it's taking it a step further. Who do you have in your life who has shown the kind of unconditional support and help that's meant a lot to you? Maybe you feel like you owe your happiness and success to that person. If you have such a person and it's possible to do this, make time to meet them on the regular. Time is the one resource you can never get back or create more of. So spending time with someone is the ultimate form of gratitude. I'm reminded of the book Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Albom. Have you read this? If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it's a true story of Mitch's visits with his college, um, his favorite college professor after Maury was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. Number four, allow yourself to be happy. It's completely crazy that some people won't allow themselves to be happy. And you might not even recognize that you're doing this. There are a lot of reasons for that. And I'm not going to unpack all of them here. That's deeper work that we can do in the fuck being fine coaching. However, start with when you feel happy, allow yourself to feel it. Every human and animal on the planet, including you, deserves to feel happy. Allow yourself to celebrate. It doesn't matter if it's a giant achievement that you've been working towards for months or years, or if it's just a small success. And I shouldn't even say just, or if it's a small success. Acknowledge your joy and feel gratitude in the moment. Accepting happiness makes you stronger and more grateful and prepares you better for facing difficulties down the road. This um, this one actually reminds me of a lot of times when I'm hanging out with friends and we are laughing like hyenas. Where'd that expression come from anyway? But laughing, <laughs> like, you know, laughing so hard that you're crying I will stop in the moment, not stop laughing, but in my mind, I will really capture that moment and hold on to it, like taking a Polaroid picture of it in the moment. Like, oh man, this feels so good. I'm so grateful to have this this friendship and this ability to laugh like this. Number five, find a gratitude partner. Having someone to hold you accountable for finding and feeling gratitude in your day is a great way to sustain the, sustain the motivation for this practice. It can be your life partner, your kid, or a friend at work. Text or call or sit down with them every day and share what you're thankful for. You can even do this over a, a dinner if you have family dinners on the regular. Ask each other questions to dig out the moments you might easily otherwise forget. And this doesn't have to take a lot of time. It doesn't have to be over a meal. You can do it in five minutes. Not only will you become more naturally grateful, you'll also strengthen your emotional skills and your relationship with this person or with, or with these people if you're doing it as a group accountability. Just throwing it out there, this is yet another part of what we do in the Fuck Being Fine program. When you're ready to embrace all of the above mentioned physical and emotional benefits of gratitude, prioritize taking care of yourself and allow peace to replace chaos in your life, message me. A new program starts at the beginning of the year, but don't wait that long to reach out because it's already filling up. I'm going to leave you with another quote from an unlikely philosopher, Willie Nelson. He said, when I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. At 90 years old, he might have learned some things. Count your blessings. Feel gratitude for all of them. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to Find is a Four-Letter Word. If you've enjoyed the show, please follow and share it with a friend. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite platform to help others discover it too. You can find links to my socials on my website, zenrabbit.com. And before you go, take a moment to reflect on what you're grateful for today. Remember, you have the power to create a life you love, and I'm proud of you. Thanks for joining me. Take care.